How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to Emerald City Hockey's Post Game Live, the last one of the regular season, season two, almost in the books. We've definitely got a big, big, big um, playoff series to come here. We will, of course, find out who against whom tomorrow. Uh, but yes, I mean, this has been an incredible season so far. I just want to thank everybody for joining us. I want to thank Queen Anne Beer Hall for the sponsorship this season. That's all good. Uh, but we got a fantastic game to talk about with this. Um, I know, I know the crack and walk away losing, but I think I don't think I'd be the only one to say that I thought the crack were the better team out there tonight. Uh, and it was just some whether it was a bad mistake or just some luck, unlucky bounces that kind of result in the you know the end there. But whenever you see the Kraken out shooting the Golden Knights 32 to 19, or just it literally, as I'm looking at it, just dropped out of 31 to 19. Um, you know, I, I think that that tells you a lot about how this team played tonight. I thought they did a fantastic job of making adjustments from Tuesday to this game. I thought that was something that, you know, I talked about. I wanted to see from them uh, from game to game, especially against a really good team, a well-coached team like the Vegas Golden Knights. That gives me a lot of hope and confidence for the Kraken entering the playoffs. I think Dave Haxtell's got the team in the right place, the right mindset. But yeah, it was... Um, it's just been a heck of a ride all season long with with you all. Want to want to say thanks one more time. We'll probably say it a bunch more uh, throughout the evening. But yeah, it was it was a it was a good one tonight. I felt like this was a strong finish, all things considered. And then of course we also have a little bit more clarity as far as the playoffs are concerned for the Kraken. We do know we are officially in that first wild card seat. The the Kings were able to beat the Ducks. Ducks locked up last for the league. Uh, good for them, I guess. Um, but uh, it meant the Kings are definitely going to be in that uh, third spot in the Pacific Division. We will face whoever wins the Central, which is going to come down to tomorrow's game between Nashville and Colorado. I believe that's at 5 o'clock Pacific time tomorrow. If Colorado wins that game, if they pick up the two points, they will leapfrog Dallas to be the team that we will face in the in for the first time in the playoffs. Uh, in the Kraken's history, uh, Colorado would be that team. Um, let me just real quick double check who has the tiebreaker in case a Colorado loses that one in overtime. Uh, so Colorado has the tiebreaker. So if Colorado picks up a point tomorrow, Colorado is the team that we will face for the first time in Kraken playoff history. Otherwise, it will be the Dallas Stars. So it's kind of nice to have some of that. And it's also kind of nice that on the last day of the season, we've got something to watch and pay attention to. I think that that's a lot of fun. I always, But, you know, I like watching as much hockey as possible. So <laughs> I'm a little biased there. Going to go ahead and start off chat here um, with some super chats. Thank you very much. Light, win or lose, the game results basically had no meaning, but we just outplayed a cup contender. And if we keep this up, we're going to be dangerous. Couldn't have said it better myself, Light. Uh, that's very, very true. I mean, the the once once the Kings won their game, the results from this game didn't mean anything for the Kraken. Uh, but I still thought it was an impressive showing from the Kraken. I agree. They they outplayed the Golden Knights. Uh, I think you just have, you know, it's a bad bounce and a and a mistake. Like, you know, for that first goal for the Golden Knights, I think Grubauer's probably got to be down and be more ready for something like that come playoff time. Like, you, you can't afford things like that happening against you. Um, a kind of similar thing with the Alec Martinez goal. It's just a bad bounce on that one. Um, but I thought that the Kraken really outplayed the Golden Knights. 
uh, through all of it. I talked about the shot differential already. Kraken, more physical team. They did an amazing job shutting down the Golden Knights transition game. We talked about that. We saw how deadly that that could be just two days ago against the Kraken. So again, the, the Kraken looking impressive game to game, playing that same opponent, you know, utilizing those adjustments and everything. I'm, I'm really, really... Um, it inspired a lot of confidence for me as the Kraken head towards their first ever playoffs. And then also super chat from Jules. Thank you very much. I truly hope the Kraken and Kings games are different schedules may have to use a sick day or two or suffer and work every Kings game. Oh, that's, that is true. That's gotta be rough on you, Jules. I, I could definitely see that situation. I would think though, that they would want to spread those out. Maybe I guess it'll depend because we're going to be in the central bracket. So there's a chance because they'll want to split up the division like they won't have both central games on one day and then both pacific games although maybe they would i don't know so we are just gonna have to wait and see but i agree with you that would that would be that would be really really rough on you jules definitely hoping that that is not the case um for you uh and thank you both for the super chat uh going back over into chat here coop such an unlucky loss that first goal is so brutal all those posts are so brutal that's true the kraken hit a lot of posts what was it like three i think uh tonight that that's rough <laughs> it's just rough but that's the way some games go it's just the bounces in in hockey the bottom line and you know what if you're gonna have a game with bad bounces let it be this game while it's still the regular season and not the next game the Kraken will play that's in the playoffs hopefully luck kind of turns around for them uh in that game because that's uh that's when you're gonna want those bounces a little bit more they're gonna mean a little bit more uh it's also gonna mean again breathing exercises all the de-stressing tools you know i hope everybody's been thinking about that get ready for the playoffs because those posts um they sound a lot louder in the in come playoff time let me tell you uh donnie la1 with the fire emojis that's right this is the scenario we wanted uh we are going to go into the central division if it is colorado colorado with the news out today that gabriel landeskog will not be back for the playoffs that's a big loss for them uh so for whoever has to play colorado in the first round it, that's a big big deal uh, so that that is something to keep an eye on. Should we face Colorado, though, they did say Kale McCarr would be back for the playoffs. That's obviously scary. <laughs> no doubt about it. I'm certainly saying I've always loathed everything about Las Vegas, even before hockey. Now I just have one more thing to despise about it. That's right. Golden Knights are a good one there. Uh, I know there's lots of talk on the discord about how nice the fans actually are, especially at those games in Vegas. Uh, the first game we were ever at the first game in Kraken history, regular season game, we were there and the fans were very nice. Uh, so, you know, I will give them credit for that, but I mean, that organization, the way they run through coaches, the way they blow through players, like, there's some stuff there. Yeah, I, I don't mind when they lose. We'll leave it at that. Kraken Hawk, the boys did good in the first period, even though Vegas started out playing them as the game progressed. If they play like this, but play like they did in the first, they're going to be just fine in the playoffs. I agree with you, Kraken Hawk. And you know what? I Vegas did step it up a little bit. Kraken had opportunities to kind of pour it on later on in the game outside of the first, and they just kind of didn't. And by that, I mean they Kraken went 0 for 4 on the power play. It's been a season-long journey. We've all been here all year long talking about this power play, but the bottom line is, yeah, if they had been able to score on the power play, this game is probably different. You know what I mean? And I and I feel like that's something that, again, Kraken, got to figure this one out. 
just we have to we have to figure this out for the playoffs uh crack it up anyways ladies and gentlemen the season is over and now it's time it's playoff time that is right i'm so excited so so excited Babak, painful to watch because i hate vegas so much take the good things out of today and hope for better agreed uh Schulze here uh, if berkey is close to returning do you send him down for a game with the firebirds they have two regular season games remaining you could try to do a conditioning stint with him, but bottom line is I think you got to have him up with the team. It's going to be interesting. Dave Haxtell did say no updates for today at Morning Skate. He's not there with the team, um, Berkey, that is. Uh, but he did say that the Kraken would be giving us an update before the playoffs begin. So in sometime tomorrow, Saturday, Sunday, we will have an update on Andre Burakovsky and where he's at. The fact that he did not come back before now, the fact that we're not seeing him regularly in practices, morning skates, all that kind of stuff, that's not very encouraging to me, uh, just based on seeing things in the past. But players come back for the playoffs. Playoffs mean a lot to these guys, and players will show up for them if possible. So it's gonna be it's gonna be very very interesting. I do think that outside of just watching that game you know, the Colorado game tomorrow to figure out who we're going to be playing. The other thing I'm going to really be paying attention for is whenever um, we see uh, an update from Hackstall and the team about Andre Burakovsky. That's, that's like the second most important thing to, to pay attention to here. Um, Coop, not saying it's his fault, but Gru seems to always give up some fluky or soft goal. Uh, like in the first, uh, yeah, it does seem to happen to him a lot. And I agree. It's probably not his fault. I will say on this one, got to be a little bit more ready and prepared for that like i know you're not you're not ever thinking that that's going to happen but paddle down is you can you could have your paddle down i will say that especially just because come playoff time you're going to want to have your paddle down so you might as well use this last game to kind of get into that mindset get prepared right but maybe this is the lesson he needed to know that he'll do that come playoff time who knows um jules the guys played hard out there they didn't give up in any period and let vegas have full control it was a stomach turner to see vegas win but the boys did their job agreed jules i think that's the big takeaway is again Ve yes vegas beat us but vegas didn't totally beat us if you know what i mean right they they won the game but in some aspects we lost it which is rough but I still feel like it's a massive win that we did not let Vegas look nearly as good as they looked on Tuesday. The Kraken looked infinitely better than they looked on Tuesday. The guys had energy. They were really out there. We were breaking down what Vegas wanted to do. You could see that Bruce Cassidy was pretty frustrated kind of going into that third period that they weren't able to get something going. The Golden Knights, really. Um, so I think that that's all. those are all good positives that we have to build off of as we enter the playoffs here joey we just struggle against vegas one seven all time they have our number they do but let's also keep in mind a bunch of those games last season where i mean everybody had our number we just weren't very good uh and then the games this year i mean vegas is the top team in the western conference they're at a different spot than we are as far as building like they are at the pinnacle of where they have to be and really if they don't kind of win this year and maybe next year you're going to start seeing them slowly drop off just because of the player turnover and everything and the lack of prospects that they have. They've traded away all their first round picks, all the guys they've drafted in the first round, all that kind of stuff, right? No team can sustain being that kind of elite cup contending team for forever. Uh, whereas with the Kraken, taking a more patient approach, slowly building up. Uh, so yes, they, they've been better than us through these first two seasons. I would say that that should be expected of both teams. 
right? Given where both of these two teams are. Uh, but starting to look ahead to next season and the years past that, I think we're going to see that record get close and close to 500 and then probably surpass it uh, over the course of the next half decade or so. So it's it's one of those things, you know, it's there, but it's, you know, it, it makes sense. Um, Lars was an awful turnover to lead to that second goal too. literally two mistakes, two goals from Coop. Again, mistakes. You have to play mistake free hockey in the playoffs. It's just that's that's what you have to do uh, or you have to find a way to minimize the mis those mistakes or get over those mistakes. But yeah, the Kraken do as I look ahead to Nicole, you know, team played so hard, but the mistakes always end up in the back of the net. That's that's something the Kraken do have to figure out. It does feel like their mistakes always end up costing them. They, they kind of struggle to recover from them in real time. Uh, Kraken are going to have to figure that one out for the playoffs. Uh, should have been a one-one game from Daniel. I know. I uh, can't wait to see the Winter Classic next year, where we get to play Vegas again from Jules. That's right. That is right. That's going to be a good one. And like I said, I think the Kraken are going to be on more equal footing with Vegas for that for that game. Um, let's see. Uh, wish Root had the broadcast. ESPN gave so much focus on Vegas from X Kid Z. They did. Uh, but again, Vegas. They're the Western Conference champions now. Like that's, I mean, that's a big deal, I guess. Uh, last last game of the season, I will say, I do think that you know, why why is it why are they all allergic to talking about Jared McCann being a forty goal scorer? Why is that such a bad thing? Why is everyone acting like that's taboo? It shouldn't be. Like he's a forty goal scorer. We know this about him. He's a fantastic hockey player. Let's talk about that. Um, they do give some love to Maddie, but they kind of just did earlier you know last week too so i felt like they didn't do that as much i thought that i thought the mccann 40 goals was right there for them it just happened earlier this week and they just didn't uh, that was disappointing i i will say that uh ty have to score in the playoffs that is all agreed again kraken like they're a top five six scoring team in this league they led the league in five on five goals this season i think the goals are going to be there we've we've been through this before all season long right They'll score a bunch of goals, then they'll have a game or two where they don't. This is this is kind of the way the team has been all year long. Again, get it out of the way now. This is the time. If you got to drop these last two games of the regular season, who cares? You've made the playoffs. Get it all out of the way. Get the bad luck bounces out of the way. Get the scoring drought out of the way so that you can enter the playoffs. New team, fresh, try to get hot, build off of that. You're going on the road. You've played fantastic on the road all year long. I mean, how many times? Have we watched them struggle to finish out a home stretch? It's looked really, really bad. And then two, three days off, boom, they're on the road. Next five-game win streak starts, right? That's the way this team has been all season long. I, I don't see a reason why that can't be the case now. Yes, you're going to be playing the same team. And yes, that team is going to be a division-winning team. That, that, is, that, is, that is what's going to happen. But this has been kind of the Kraken's MO all season long. And so I'm not too worried about it or concerned. Gregory, tough to watch us lose, but overall happy with the season. Can't wait for the playoffs. Me too, Gregory. It's going to be fantastic. And, you know, I know they didn't win, but still to celebrate the season, I've got it. I've got to. Right there. I had to go with that as my drink of choice for tonight. Um, uh, a win would have been nice, but it was good to see them looking dangerous again. Agreed. Uh, can't believe first goal was something that Vegas scouted. <laughs> I know this is rough. Um, 
unnecessary zippers. The real win is no one getting hurt as far as I know. Literally, what is Gord doing? Lol. I mean, Gord's letting them know that, hey, if we do face you in the playoffs or whatever happens, like we're not going down easy. Um, and I do think that it's important to kind of have that mindset as a team as you enter the playoffs. I agree. You don't want to see him like get hurt or anything like that. But I do think that that energy, that confidence, that mindset does need to be there for the team as they enter the, the playoffs. Um, Joey, better team means nothing when you lose 4-1. It's about results in the playoffs, not moral victories. Uh, agreed. But I also think that, you know, there is... I, I do think that there is an element and don't don't kid yourself. Coaches know how to spin games like tonight where, you know, look, it's the bad bounces. Everyone who's in that locker room has played enough hockey throughout all the various levels to know that sometimes nights like tonight happen. But that doesn't define you for a season. It doesn't define you for a playoff series. So I do think that the that Hackstall is going to be able to get the guys going and they're going to be able to forget this one uh, come Monday or Tuesday. Uh, let's see. Habak, I want to see Vegas cry so badly. Jets are going to handle them in five. I sure hope they get goalied by Hellebuck. We talked about this last time. I really hope that happens. That would be sweet. Uh, I'll be rooting for the abs so I can, uh, root against the abs. <laughs> I know Jake, right? We're going to be rooting for them to, just to root against them later. Uh, assuming everyone wants the avalanche. I'm still a little, I don't know that we want the avalanche. Um, Kragadoc Oilers look scary. They do. I'm happy we don't have to face them. Was the first Vegas goal a shot on goal if it bounced off a skate? If not, then they got a goal with no shots. It will count as a registered shot on goal just because to have a goal, it has to be considered a shot on goal. Uh, that is just how the league um, scorekeeping works. Uh, so, yes, it did count as a shot on goal despite the fact that it was not a shot on goal. That is how that works, X Kid Z uh let's see uh dallas has the tiebreaker they have more regulation wins as have to as uh, abs have to jump them uh oh yes they do i was looking at rows you're right so so colorado does need to have two points tomorrow thank you for catching that uh for me there uh yet another vegas game where they score one that goes in off their feet i know edward Oh, what is up with this every time? Although, you know what? This this time it was the last game of the year. Uh, so that's 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 something compared to the first game of last year. Maybe this book ends that and it just ends it. That's it. The book is now closed. We put it on the shelf and we forget about it, never to be seen or heard from again. That's the hope anyway. Um, Rexology Go Abs don't want to face Ottinger in the first round. Oh, that'd be scary, scary, scary stuff. Pablo, Joey, uh, not if the abs beat Nashville. Oh, yeah, talking about the scenarios there. Cool stuff. Lindsay, hello from CPA. If not for that fluky goal off the skate, would have won. I know. I hope you had a good game anyway, though, Lindsay. Um, it seemed like a good atmosphere there at CPA. Uh, Daniel, one bonus of watching games at Queen Anne Beer Hall is it's a five-minute walk to Myrtle Edwards Park, which is a waterfront beach. I, it's a fantastic location, Queen Anne Beer Hall. I mean, you've got walk to, to there. You can walk to the ferries if you need to. You can walk to CPA and Seattle Center. I mean, it's a fantastic location Queen Anne Beer Hall have there. Uh, Jules, I know uh, every first game against them, they get the kicked in goal. Now the last game is a football. I know. I'm just telling you again, bookend it, stick it away somewhere. Uh, Gilberto Brissot was a brick wall the last two games. A lot of great shots that he shut down. Was really hoping he wasn't in net tonight. Anyways, we're still in the playoffs. Yes, he's been playing fantastic for them. I mean, he has yet to lose a game. That's that's a problem. That's I mean, that's for for opponents, but also at some point he's going to and uh, gonna gonna need to deal with that. 
A couple more super chats here. Uh, Cody, curious if either you or RJ have heard if we have bad ice at CPA. Puck always seems extra bouncy at home. So we talked about this recently because it does seem to seem to be a little like that um, lately at CPA. I know in the past, though, the ice has always been considered from both the Kraken and the way teams to be very, very good at Climate Pledge Arena. Uh, I don't think that anything has changed there. I just think that it seemed a little bit more bouncy. It's possible that it's confirmation bias for us just because we're all on pins and needles because of the time of year and, and what it all means for everybody. Um, it, it could also just be, you know, I, I don't know, maybe they've been leaving the windows open a little bit too much. I, you know what I mean? Uh, the curtains open or something. I don't know, uh, but we can ask RJ about it, but I haven't heard anything yet. Uh, Light with another super chat here. Awesome. Let's look at the wins of the season. Um, eight players with career high points canner 40 goals maddie the favorite for carl calder 40 point team improvement making the playoffs grew stats improved and a super bright future again that is the story of the seattle kraken season right there from light uh you look at you look at the 40 points of improvement year over year like that has never happened for a new expansion team to come in one year and then the second year improved by 40 points I mean, that's getting close to doubling up on the old record. That's how improved the Kraken were this year. Talking about Canner getting 40 goals. That's incredible. What if what a significant milestone for him in his career? Maddie, yes, this is what we wanted from him. We wanted him to come in, be that first line center, come into his own, be the be an awesome two-way player, put up as many points as he can, be the favorite for the Calder trophy. And he did it. He lived up to expectations in a way that I, I, you know, I did privately have concerns about just because it's a lot to ask of a 20 year old. It really, really is. Uh, and, and he did it all to, you know, just incredibly all season long, the depth on this team, everybody hitting the milestones that they hit the amount of 10 plus goal scores. We had the amount of 20 plus goal scores. We had the fact that you have guys like Donato and Daniel Sprong and their situations last season with the contracts and not knowing if they had a spot in the NHL, much less back here in Seattle. And then they come back and they play the way that they did. And then, yes, I agree. Grubauer, I mean, just the season he had uh, started off rough again after, after everything we went through with him last year. It starts off rough, gets hurt, comes back from that injury. Martin Jones plays fantastic while he's gone, comes back, wins back the crease and kind of doesn't really let it go the rest of the season. Um, and, and, you know, looking at his stats going into this game tonight when they were doing their, you know, showing off both goaltenders, the fact that Philip Grubauer was able to win so many games here in these last couple months and get back above 500. So impressive because he was in a massive hole uh, when, you know, coming back in like January, February. He was so buried under 500. And so for him to battle and come back and, and fight through all of that and finish the season a couple games above 500, I think is really significant and really great for him. I'm really, really happy about that. Really, really happy for him and, and proud of everything he's been able to do this year. Um, Ty, it didn't really feel like adjustments to me, more like the boys weren't completely gassed and able to actually play some of our game. Uh, I agree with you that obviously the energy level was improved from last game. Uh, but let's keep in mind, like all the talk of seven games in 11 days for that one, this made eight and 13 
Like that's not much better. It's not like they were that, that much more rested. Uh, I really think that they kind of wrote off that last Vegas game. And with this one, I do think that they did a better job of limiting Vegas's transition. They made sure they always had one defenseman back. So it was never going to be a breakaway or two on, you know what I mean? Like a, a, a ridiculous uh, odd man rush going back. I also think that they did a good job of holding their centers back in the offensive zone. And, and making sure that they were there to help and try to disrupt anything that Vegas was getting going. You saw them. They would rather activate one of their defensemen along the boards and have the center play back a little. And I think that that adjustment did help uh, kind of slow down what Vegas wanted to do. Joey, Colorado's winning. This is a cup winner. They will destroy Nashville. I mean, the most likely, but, you know, this is the NHL. That Never say never. You know what I mean? Um Let's see. Yeah, Todd, the apps telecast at Dallas. Yeah, they did. I looked at the secondary tiebreaker, not the first one. That was on me. Uh, all right, Sin City, what do you have to say? Hey, Dylan, a loss is a loss. You can come up with all the good positive notes you want, but I but I want, but a loss is a loss. Specific division, NBA Western Conference champs, woo, uh, go Knights, go. Uh, yeah, I mean, we lost, but like it didn't mean anything for us. So, eh. And yes, I'm going to talk about all the improvements and stuff because it was a much better game than last time. We did outplay you. And again, got to talk about improvements. We're 40 points better than we were last year. We're improved. Improvements matter. They really, really do. Uh, <laughs> um, let's see. Vegas-Seattle is the greatest soccer rivalry in the NHL from Edward. Yes, I love that. That is very, very true. Um uh, let's see. Uh, shoe shine. That was the first time the Kraken have lost with me in attendance. The streak is over. Oh, shoe shine. I'm sorry. That's a very impressive streak though. That was a very, very impressive streak. Um, yeah, that's that. I, I'm sorry for you. Really, really sorry. I guess it had to happen eventually again, get it out of the way before the playoffs. That's all I could say. Rebecca checking into the last post game live. No therapy needed here. Agreed. This hasn't even, we haven't even brought that up really. Uh, it just doesn't, doesn't feel like it needs to be a therapy session at all. Uh, I'm also curious, you know, to hear from RJ when he joins, he's going to join us probably a little bit later than normal, just because of all the fan appreciation stuff afterwards, going to slow down the media availabilities and everything after the game. But also I know RJ likes seeing all that stuff. I like that he records it all for us too. Cause I do think that that's all really, really cool stuff. Um, <laughs> I know I had to catch myself there Schultz too. I almost wanted to say go Kings go for that uh, GKG as well. Um, Let's see. Uh, Lindsay, my boy, Canner winning th uh, three-star season award and Maddie winning fan favorite. Oh, thanks for filling us in, Lindsay, there. That's true. That's true. Those are, those are good uh, picks right there. I love that Maddie won fan favorite. Oh, I do. Does this mean that he's now fan favorite for captain, everybody? Huh? Was Yanni last year? Now it's Maddie. Is that, is that what we're seeing here? Everybody's hopping on board the Maddie for captain train with me. Is that is that what's going on? Huh? 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 Uh, uh, let's see. Yeah, we need to know who won all the stuff. Who's still there? I know, Ty. I know we're gonna we're gonna find out when RJ gets back. Uh, Donnie, fingers crossed on good news for Berkey. Not holding my breath though. And it's I'm totally. Uh, Hunter, great season, boys. Way better than expected, considering what happened last season. Light years better, Hunter. I mean, I remember you in chat with us last season, and it was, you know, for everybody who was there for those. I mean, there was there was a lot of therapy sessions. Just talking about not needing a therapy session tonight. There's a lot of therapy sessions last year, and it's so nice to not have to go through that so many this year. It was so so cool. I mean, twenty less. 
that's that's a big, that's awesome um imagine how good we'll be next season it's scary how good we'll be from joey there i know i cannot wait cannot wait uh it's gonna be fantastic uh looks like last season vince dunn showed up tonight from cody i don't know i thought he played an okay game and again he's they're resting i really think that you know if you're the kraken for these last couple games you've had one eye on the playoffs you got to the 100 points with the win over the coyotes you're just trying not to get hurt so i'm i'm kind of, i'm okay with it um daniel grew must not watch edzo's commentary he's always saying guys need to keep sticks on the ice I know. And, and, you know, normally I would say that that maybe is a stretch to expect somebody to do that through, you know, 50 games or whatever through a regular season. But again, come playoff time, you absolutely need to. And if you need to learn that lesson tonight, then I'm, I'm glad it, it happened. Um, uh, Blueberry Fire, well, at least Joey's getting some practice in the NHL lull. Yes, getting, I mean, Joey's there. Uh, we will see with Martin Jones day to day. We'll, we'll know a little bit later um six on the ice starts and squirts a little from tie it does but it, you know so many things start and squirts tie that we've talked about with this team or other nhl teams come on you know it's hard on these guys uh rebecca how many too many any too many men penalties will the kraken take in the playoffs though i thought we were done with this i really did so my camera loses focus i thought we were so done with this and yet it happened again tonight like just why guys What's so hard about this? One comes off, one goes on. It's not one comes off, two go on. That's bad. That's no, no. It's one, one. That's it. Just, I I don't know. They need to watch some squirt informational, like learn the game video, I guess, before the season starts. I don't know. I don't know who, who if it's the same player every time all season, or if it's just different guys or what the, what, I just don't get it. I, I've never seen a team just so consistently take them all season long. <laughs> it's, it's wild. Pablo, congrats also on the Kraken and making the playoffs and having a great season. 100 points. Wow. Boys, great job all year long. For sure. For sure. And and there's no way I thought Seattle would have 100 points in their second season. Me either, Pablo. I thought, you know, if you could maybe squeak into the playoffs, that would be cool. But 100 points, I mean, it's this very significant milestone. I know a bunch of teams got there this year in the Western Conference, but it is. It's so impressive. 40-point improvements just don't happen that often. They just don't. Uh, it, it's it's super, super significant. I think Dave Haxtall deserves to get um, some, some votes for Jack Adams for Coach of the Year because of what he was able to do. I hope Ron Francis gets some votes for GM of the Year for what he was able to do putting together this roster. Um yeah, it's just incredible season. So, so incredible. Uh, Donnie, I'm really going to miss watching post-game streams and interacting with the folks in chat when the playoffs end. Dylan, RJ, and chat, thank you all. You make the Kraken season so much better. Well, thank you, Donnie. Appreciate having you in chat as well. Uh, I mean, this this is so, so much fun. I cannot wait to see what post-game lives for playoff hockey is going to look like. It's going to be intense. It's going to be wild. We're all going to be a ball of emotions, whether it's good or bad. We are all going to be emotional in here and it's, we're all going to get to do it together. And I, I think that's going to be fantastic. It's going to be, it's going to be really, really fun. Uh, remember when Vegas missed the playoffs last season? Good memories from Lindsay. I know that was good memories. Uh, let's see. I mean, you know, they, 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 they got healthy. It's, you know, it is what it is. Again, they're at their peak. They have to win. If they don't win a Stanley Cup, their season's a failure. 
we made the playoffs our season's already a success everything from here is gravy i kind of like that that situation right playing with no pressure come playoff time i think that's a lot better spot to be in uh we're one year ahead of schedule i had Kraken making playoffs in year three from joey see what i'm talking about we're ahead of schedule things are good uh edward old nighttown store in downtown seattle has a new look now is Kraken signage in the windows let's go Awesome. That is fantastic. Love to see it. I knew once the Kraken made the playoffs, right? We all know Seattle. Seattle is a sports town. And, you know, talk about playoff hockey time. It's usually playoff basketball time. And I'm not trying to, like, you know, twist the knife there about the Sonics or anything. But bottom line is right now is the time, is Kraken time. Mariners, it's early season. They don't, you know what I mean? Like all the focus could be on the Kraken here. And uh, I, I'm, I'm glad to see that the, the town is, is taking notice of that. All right, let's bring in RJ. How's it going, RJ? How was fan appreciation night? Because I think that's what everybody really wants to hear. About. Yeah, I mean, fan appreciation night was great. Obviously, we'll, we'll start with the score. The result wasn't what everybody wanted, but I think it was still a great celebration of, of, the, of the fans, of the team and everything. Um, and also the realization that, again, this is not the end. You know, if the Kraken had failed to make the playoffs and this is how they closed out the season, I think there would have been a bit of disappointment there, especially given how well they played tonight. But I, I think everyone, you know, this didn't feel like the, the party, the culmination, necessarily the moment to celebrate everything. Because, look, we got playoff hockey coming up. And I, I think the team did a really good job. Man, there were so many giveaways. So, so many fan giveaways. Oh, my God. Made me want maybe want to just skip the press boxing and grab a ticket. I would have gotten some free pizza, a Starbucks gift card, maybe an Amazon gift card. I mean, there, there was so much that they gave away. Um, and then, of course, the jerseys off the players' backs at the end. Um, so that was all great to see. And I, I'm sure the fans had a really good time. Um, so that was great. But um, what was I going to say? There, there was some – oh, yeah, and the, the player award. There we go. Yeah. Um, and then I, I love Matty Veneers winning the – the fan favorite award. I think that that speaks volumes too about the connection that he's made with this fan base over the course of this year. Um, that was probably my favorite part of the night. Yep. Everyone's on board with him being captain now. That's what that told me. I, the fans certainly are on board. I think I, new people's captain. I don't know. How's that for a <laughs> clickbait YouTube title? Oh man. Uh, uh, so some talking here right now, the section of chat that I was just approaching about the idea of, you know, if we do play the avalanche, obviously we got to wait and see how tomorrow turns out, but grew going up against his former team there. And, you know, do you think that that's a positive? Cause obviously Gru's going to have some extra motivation there, but also if anybody's going to have a book on Philip Grubauer, Colorado avalanche, probably the team to do that. You would think that, but I think the results from the season series and even last year kind of say otherwise, that maybe Grubauer has the book on them. I mean, we did our whole playoff preview episode where we talked about the opponents we wanted and didn't want. The Avs are one of the teams that you and I disagreed on quite a bit. And the number one factor for me with the Avs was that was the one team that I felt like I could be sure that the Kraken would get good goaltending in a series with. So I, yeah. I think the Grubauer thing is absolutely a positive, and that's why I'm more optimistic about it than, than maybe you are. Yeah, well, Landis Cog being out certainly helps. I will say that. Uh, oh, I'm sure. I definitely knew that at the time, right? Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Puck guys, Sharks fan here. We did it in 94. Shock the world, Seattle. Get loud and be the intimidating force at home games. We will certainly try. We're going to be an intimidating force on road games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which, you know, as a wild card team, might be better. 
Yep. Yeah, I still think it's better. I maintain it is better that they're starting on the road. Um, unfortunately, they do close out the season with their last uh, win against the playoff team in this building being January 19th. So uh, it has been a while, but uh, the playoffs, it's different. Anything can happen. It's funny. Dave Haxtell, after this game, did point out, he said, hey, I, I believe we're 500 against Western Conference playoff teams this season. He did invoke that stat. I think it was 10, 10, and 4 is what he told us it was. So maybe a little bit front-loaded, but he did have that in his mind. Well, 10, 11, and 4 now. Uh <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Okay. Well, uh, no, I was going to say, because after tonight's loss, right? Well, no, sorry, he said, did I, did I say before the, after the game? He, oh, he okay. Uh, Kepler, just have to bring up the fact that Lars is the only player to play in every Kraken game so far. It's true. Iron Man true. Adam Larson. Uh, yep, just add it, add it to all the other great things about him. This is why, you know, great songwriters have written songs about him that we all know and love and sing all the time. Uh, it's it's because of it's because of just how they're so good. They don't just win gold records; they take gold records off the wall. <laughs> yes, to make more room for more Adam Larson stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, let's see another different Vegas fan here. Let's see what they have to say. Vegas fan here. The Kraken have been fun to watch. Just happy to see my Knights win the West and Pacific on the same night. All right, so much better than Sin City in here. I take I take that. Here we go. Uh, Especially because they got a Baltimore Ravens hat as their uh, helmet as their avatar, so you know they they do need something to be positive about in the sports world. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Imagine what we've done: 100 points in playoffs without our best player for half the season in Berkey. I know. So we talked about that earlier. Obviously, RJ, what Hackstall had to say earlier today about that whole situation with Berkey. I mean. Are they going to be practicing tomorrow? Like, I'm trying to see what the timeline is for I, when we It doesn't sound hear. like they're going to practice tomorrow. Um, actually, he was asked about Burakovsky after this game, and he said, I'm sorry, I don't have an update for you. He said, we will have an update, though, before the playoffs start. So there will be more of an update. He said, we'll tell you as much as we can tell you at some point before the, the playoff series actually starts, but nothing right now. All right. Sounds good. Apologies, everyone. The Super Chats aren't notifying me tonight, so that's – well that's that's frustrating yeah yeah so that's frustrating so apologies uh light with another super chat i have a correction we didn't have eight guys with career highs and points we had 11 yeah i mean this team is just it's so so stacked it's so stacked it's been so deep and just everybody's been involved all season long it's been so fantastic and then from schultz here uh looking forward to being absolute underdogs with no expectation or pressure will make us dangerous thanks for all your regular season efforts you are very very welcome uh and yes i agree i think that's going to be something very much in the kraken's favor as we get into the postseason here yeah pressure's off and i think they play better when that's the case um, yeah, they don't have to worry about, you know, the weight of expectations. It's all gravy at this point. We just get to sit back and enjoy. And uh, I think, you know, they, they might surprise us in a game. Again, if you just, heck, if they win game one, like whatever happens the rest of the series, you know, that's just a, a massive, like, you know, accomplishment and, and surprise. I'm just looking forward to it. Playing with oh, house money. Exactly. That's the way you want it. It just it makes yeah. it so much more fun. Uh, Donnie, keep your eyes out for Oliver Bjorkstrand to really take the team and put them on his back. He was playing his butt off tonight. He was. I mean, I think of him rushing down trying to get to that eventual empty net goal. He uh, gave it everything that he had on that one. I, I'm glad he did. He stopped. He knew exactly when to stop yes. short of crashing into the net. But I mean, he was given full strides the entire way until then. He wanted this game. 
Yep, Ty saying hearing that Bjorky says he has another level, it's coming. I mean, just the just the rebound to the season that he's had, right? Because he scores yep. opening night and then just not again for forever, it felt like. Uh, but for him to battle back and finish the season with the numbers that he had on top of all the chances he generated, all that good stuff that he's brought to the team, super, super happy. Uh, Shushan, no sadness, y'all. 100 points, way better than anyone imagined. Playoffs, baby, we ain't done for sure. Joey's on board with Maddie for captain now. That's good. Uh, Autocad, excited to watch my first playoffs. Very proud of all, all the Kraken have accomplished this year. Everyone liked the stream for an amazing season and these awesome ECH live streams. I mean, for sure. Thank you very much for the kind words there and, and everything. Um, let's see. Had Joey talking about last season. Last season was a therapy session all the time. I know it was rough. Um, yeah. Let's see. Vince won, won the first award, I think. MVP and Schwartz mo won most hustle uh, from Lindsay there. I mean, you saw all of it, right? Right. So, yeah, with the awards, um, Schwartz won the one as, as voted by the players on, on hustle, perseverance, uh, dedication of the game, all of that. So he wins the kind of the player choice award, which um, we, we talked to him after the game, too. And, he, you know, he said, of course, that means a lot. Being chosen by your teammates, you know, is always going to mean a lot for an award like that. Um, and, and Morgan Geeky, again, just sang Schwartz's praises and said how important it was to have him, well, not just healthy for the season, but, you know, as a mentor to give advice and, and you know, to be a line mate, too, at the end of the season. Um, it's been super helpful for him. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Striatic, I'm less optimistic after this game than any other this year. Uh, the trend of not finding ways to beat playoff teams is very concerning, even though the Kraken got some shots, won at Corsi. Yeah, and they just outplayed Vegas. Like, this was, you either made mistakes or you had bad bounces was the was how this game went. Um, I don't know. I feel like there's been a lot of games from throughout the season that would have made me question things a lot more than this one. Right. I, yeah, there are other moments I could certainly point to. I mean, this one was interesting. This one made me, I guess, more afraid or more pessimistic about the pro um, the idea of playing Vegas in a playoff series. Like if they were if we knew that they were going to go play Vegas now for up to seven more games, then I'd be extra worried because the Kraken just gave probably the best effort you possibly can against the Golden Knights. And because of Vegas's weird energy, it didn't work out for them. This is what I told you I was afraid of, Dylan, in the playoff preview stuff like this. I mean, as, as our buddy Ken from Sinbin, he messaged me after the game. He just said, the Golden Knights are immune to losing. They just played their worst game of the whole season. They won by two. They, they, they just can't lose. All right. Well, Ken says that anytime they like play a little off. So I'm not going to put too much stock into that. He just, that's, that's who he is. Uh, and he's convinced that they are frauds, but he has to acknowledge that they're just not losing. Right, but it's also his like job to do that or whatever. Uh, again, talk to me when they actually win a Stanley Cup. I whatever. Uh, but the bottom yeah. line is they did everything right. They stopped the transition game. That was supposed to be the difficult and impossible chance. But for the second time this season, they did it. I mean, if you know this game goes entirely different, if one the Kraken can score on a power play, which you know that's their own issue. That's not a Vegas yeah. being great thing, right? Yeah, and, fair enough. And, and two, if Philip Gruber has his paddle down on that first goal, uh, that, you know, the game is different. You know what I mean? And so yeah. I, and, and I, I, I don't fully blame him on in. that one, but I, I get I get your point there. And I will say in this game, yes, you found the formula. And that's what the crack were doing so well with their forechecking pressure is they were not giving Vegas any kind of clean zone exits. 
nothing yeah. like that. And so as a result, they were trapped in their own zone long enough that they just had to flip the puck out or, or just rim it off the glass or do something like that, which allowed the crack and the possibility to go reload and get back into the zone really quick and just kind of attack in waves. And Vegas could get away from that. That's the formula. That is how you beat them. I think it's also, again, if they end up playing Dallas, that's what you want to look for. That's yes. the formula to beat a team like Dallas. I'm sure you probably said all this earlier in, in post game because you last know, game, yeah. <laughs> okay, last game. All right, you beat me to it by a whole game. But anyway, that's the formula. They they did it right tonight. So that's an encouraging sign, certainly if they play Dallas. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, obviously, uh, I mean, yeah, Vegas was so unprepared to play in their own zone that McNabb, when he just had to flip it out of the own zone, he just flipped it right up into the stands because he just hasn't been in that situation all year. Uh, but the bottom line is if you play Vegas the way you played them tonight and it's a playoff series, that playoff series is going at least six games because you're yeah. not going to lose. You're not going to have bad bounces every night. You're not going to hit three posts or whatever it was for the Kraken tonight. You know what I mean? Like there was a lot of stuff that contributed to this game being a loss for the Kraken, despite the fact that they outplayed Vegas. So I'm, yeah. I'm not buying into the Vegas hype. I'm sorry. I'm just not. Uh, they also need a better color for their jerseys. It's, it's terrible. I'm just saying it. It's, it's terrible. Uh, Valentina, they included Don Skoy and the jerseys off your backs. I'm crying. Oh, I'm so happy to hear that. I'm so happy. I was so happy to see him in the Easter photos too. Yeah. And the Easter photos. And they just did a, um, a gender reveal thing with some of the teammates there and their kids as well. Saw that on social media. I mean, <laughs> Devin Donskoy knows how to event plan. Let me tell you, she'll, she'll make sure stuff's going on. I, I'm just so happy. The Donskoys are still present and a big part of the team. Um, when I was here, whatever the last morning skate was that, that they had in Seattle before the road trip, um, Don Skoy was in the room talking to guys. I saw him in there. He's still very present, very active, a part of this team. And it's just great to see. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Jake, I thought the power play looked pretty good tonight, even though they didn't convert. I will agree. Like there were some sequences where they did look a little bit better, although they kind of went back to the just kind of passing it around from the exactly three it was stagnant. Top. That was the biggest issue. And yeah. especially the one, um, trying to remember exactly which power play that was but they had a lot of zone time the golden knight skaters were really that tired it was over on the left side yeah and they just kept working it around the outside and you know what vegas will let you do that yeah any will. team will let you do that you're not yeah. gonna beat them that way <laughs> exactly why wouldn't you uh ty i don't think hack will get coach of the year due to montgomery agreed uh however ron has a big chance i'm thinking hack will definitely get votes though agreed agreed it's gonna be interesting to see um let's see uh penny so proud of the team and the whole organization for sure i mean this doesn't happen very often to have a 40 point improvement year over year is so so special uh let's see uh to stick with the vegas team we're playing with house money with how good we are this season from Lindsay there for sure uh let's see sean definitely feeling positive about our 100 point kraken team disappointed they gave up that cheap first goal tonight dunn needs to be more careful with his passing around the crack at net uh and he will be after this like i said it earlier rj if you know the, if they had to learn their lesson from that goal to be ready for the playoffs i take it i take a loss in this game whatever if it means you're ready for the next one exactly and certainly on a play like that where it's just an awareness thing. You, you, it takes getting burned on something like that to have it present in your mind, much better than game one of the playoffs. And all of a sudden that could really kind of mess you up mentally. And yeah, I do mostly blame Dunn on that one. I know Grubauer, maybe if he has his paddle down, it's whatever, but Dunn can't be throwing that puck there. Um, not, not into a, a Golden Knights player's general setter of math. Did you think that was a kick, Dylan, by the way? 
I'm oh. not complaining. Like, I don't care. No. We don't need the points. But it was one of those, I think he did mean to kind of kick it that way. Not even in a should have been disallowed way. Just, I think it was a kind of a cool skill play. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to watch it again. Because I, I, I wasn't even thinking about it being a kicked in goal. To be honest, like it just didn't yeah. look like it to me, at least not well, the, that, the NHL thing. has a kind of a strict definition of you have to kick it just like with your yes. foot, like a soccer kick, boom, you know, yes. and that's what kicking is. It was kind of like one of those, you know, back heel type of things, um, you know, in soccer where, where you'll get your toe on. I don't know what the soccer terminology is for it, yeah. but it looked like kind of a skill play. It, it looked Winbergian to me. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. You know, it is what it is. I said it earlier. Uh, they got that kicked in goal in that first game against us and got away with yep. it. If this one kind of closes the book and we can just get rid of that book, I'm for it. Uh, we yep. never have to deal with it again. But speaking of done, RJ, what is it that we always taught the squirts, right? If you're trying to get the puck out of your zone, go to the boards. Make a diamond. Boards and outs. You, yep. You're here, here. You pass to the board and out. That's what you do. We already talked about uh, it that takes you back to the squirt down. coaching days. We were already talking about that with the paddle down for Grubauer and talking about what you learn in squirts. That's there we go. See, there's there's lots of lessons these guys can learn from squirts. Um, absurdly say with the super chat again. I'm so sorry that I'm not getting any notifications here. I don't know what Streamyard's doing. Um, extra appreciation for ECH, not just RJ and Dylan, but to all of you here in chat. It's so nice not to feel isolated from other Kraken fans. Thanks for being my Kraken community. Certainly saying it's so nice. Uh, and thank you for being here and for being a part of everything, being on Discord and all of that. It's fantastic having you around too. Um, and then also from whoa, ho, ho, all right, I'm gonna throw this one up on screen. Uh, from uh, Mark B, I can't participate in the chats very often, but I always enjoy listening. Thanks to everyone for the great discussion and to Dylan and RJ for the awesome content. A hundred standing points were in the second season. Enjoy the playoffs, everyone. Well, thank you very, very much, Mark, for the very generous super chat. And you are very, very welcome for all the awesome content. And again, everybody, I mean, the content works because you're also all here too. In these chats with us, we're all here together as a community. And that is what allows us to, to really do all this. Exactly. None of that happens without this community. This, that's what it's all about. That's what makes it possible. Uh, and thank you so much, so much, Mark, for the super chat. I mean, again, all, all your support. That's that's what makes us able to do this. I'm, I'm, I'm so lucky and so grateful too. And I've thought about that a lot today with it being fan appreciation night. And again, it's that celebration of everything and, and the community that, that this is for the Seattle Kraken. Uh, there's nothing else like it. Yep. No, it really isn't. Uh, I mean, there's been so much of it. I know you and I have already talked about like kind of our, our, our thank you plans and stuff for everybody right. later and whatnot. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the fact that it is the last game of the regular season, I've been thinking about it all day too. It, you just can't help it. Uh, it's just been such an incredible, incredible season. Um, let's see here. Well, here's, here's one. And this is a question I've always had too. And I, and I do want to hear your input RJ and maybe this would be a good one to ask. Uh, maybe some people with some Colorado experience, we might know uh, any concern about the altitude change for a Colorado uh, series. Yeah, it's an interesting question. I think we got this in chat maybe a month or two ago, whenever they last played the Avalanche. And I know uh, people in chat were looking up the record difference and the home ice and that it seemed to be greater in other sports in Colorado and that hockey was was less so. Um, but I have talked to I have talked to Ryan. I have talked to Kate who covered the Avs. And they did mention, yeah, it, it is a thing like it, it's something that players and coaches and teams do think about. Um, I don't know. It's hard to quantify exactly how much of a factor it is. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be something to consider. Um, I wonder if they're going to travel, 
you know, travel earlier or what they might do. Haxtell talked about the whole process too. He's like, we basically lose a day by not having, by not knowing yeah. right now what we're going to do. And he did seem mildly frustrated by that. Yeah, it is frustrating, but you know, it's, it's, it is what it is. I guess that's your punishment for being the wild card team, but yeah, it's, it is, it is a rough situation for them. Ty bracket challenge. How the heck do you pick the East? East is super easy to pick. What are you talking about? Ty it's uh, you go Boston, you go Toronto, you go Carolina, you go Rangers. It's that easy. You go Toronto. Really Dylan. Yes, I've said this for months now, RJ. Every You've time said I'm it for about years it, now, Dylan. That's no, the problem. I have not said it for years. I said it for months on the Red Glare. We've already had this discussion. I love how that gets it, not me picking the Rangers to upset the Devils. I mean, uh, that could happen. Yeah, right? <laughs> Striatic. Question on fan appreciation night for RJ. Do we know how much... Uh, uh, do we know which Kraken player is the biggest hockey fan? Follows the league, watches games for fun, etc. Very okay, good so question. It's a very good question, and I did see this uh, on the Discord because I believe that was on the Discord earlier today. Right as I was getting ready for my flight to take off, um, I was scanning the Discord and I saw that very interesting question. I can ask around. Playoff time, it might be a difficult time to do that just because everyone's going to be so locked in, but I can kind of get feelers out there. I don't know offhand who it would be. I, I haven't seen – I'm trying to think if I've seen guys watching hockey that's not their, that's not their own kind of games. Right. Well, I'm trying, um, to, I, I'm trying to think of like when um... – when we've just, you know, you've heard them talk, or you've you've said what people have been saying. I'm trying to think of the guys that have brought up like where the Kraken are in the standings and like what things are looking like. Certainly, as as we've been approaching the playoffs and stuff, I feel like some guys have had a better read on that than others. Uh, yeah. Notably, Stussy maybe not having the the greatest read on it a couple weeks ago or whatever. Uh, but like, I feel like the intense guys, the Vince Dunn's, the the Jared McCann's, like those are probably Jared McCann the is the one who I would guess, even though I don't have any information to back that. Um, I would think it'd be Jared McCann. Here's a data point from tonight. Actually, we do know that Morgan Geeky was watching a bit of the Ducks Kings game tonight. He said he didn't get to see the end, so he wasn't sure who the Kraken were playing because I believe the end of it happened once they were already out for the third yes, period. So he better not have watched reason. the end of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he said he did was watching a little bit of that uh, tonight, just kind of following what the score was, but he didn't know at the end. So we were the ones to kind of tell him what the situation was. Um, so I know he, you know, he pays attention. Um, I'm trying to think who else. When the World Juniors was on, it was interesting to see who was paying attention. Daniel Sprong was definitely paying attention. Uh, even though his, you know, his own country was not uh, a part of it. Uh, Andre Burakovsky did not seem interested. I, I, I was like, hey, you see it catch the World Juniors games? He's like, no. Um, and then, uh, yeah, but, but some of the guys, especially the, for the country stuff, I think Matty Beniers also, like if USA is doing anything internationally, he's following them. Yeah, and especially for some of those younger guys like Maddie. I mean, like he was just with all those guys, right. you know, not that long ago. So it definitely helps. Uh, Light with another super chat. Thank you very much, Light. Really appreciate it. Update, Berkey confirmed out for the start of playoffs according to Kraken Twitter account. So Whoa. No Andre Burakovsky for the start of the playoffs. Haxlow couldn't have just told us that 15 minutes ago? <laughs> I know. Take it up the chain. Go to his boss and, and complain. Go up to Ron Francis next time you see him. Come on, Ron. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So, wow, that's a, I mean, that's that's a whole can of worms to discuss there. Um, it, it's going to be interesting. We'll definitely cover this on the next deep dive as we do kind of like a playoff series preview. Yeah. But man, I mean, 
you, you might look at Morgan Geeky on that wing spot. I, I mean, they put him back there for this game, maybe knowing what was happening with Burakovsky and, and that they're going to need somebody there. I know Hackstall likes Geeky on that second line wing. Mm -hmm. I think that's where you might see him to start the playoffs. Yeah, well, knowing this now, I think that's definitely where we're going to see him, uh, especially because, I, you know, again, talking about it, Kraken kind of out, you know, had a good game going today. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah, Man. when I saw Geeky back, I thought it was just because they really wanted to beat Vegas tonight. But, like, that that could be a lot, actually. It could yeah. be. I need my Kyle Dubas second phone so I can tweet about this while I'm here on post -game. Where's the other phone? I know. Uh, well, we're going to have to definitely put it off because another uh, super chat here, going to throw this one up as well from Zaim. Shout out to ECH, not just for the great content but also for being genuinely good people thank you very much Zayn, for the super chat and the kind words there i mean it is something that we definitely uh try to do glad glad everybody it comes across uh but yeah the bottom line is we're just fans like everybody else and yep. we're blessed to be in the situation where we get to do what we're doing right now uh and and provide the um the, the forum and the place for us all to come together and do this that's i mean that's what we wanted to do and it's working <laughs> Yeah, and I'm happy you're in this situation with us, Aim. It was good to see you tonight. Uh, it was uh, it was his first game up in the press box there since taking over at Davy Jones' locker. So I was uh, lucky enough to get to kind of show him around a little bit, uh, you know, lead him to different places, show him the ropes, introduce him to some people. Uh, I always love doing that. That's one of my favorite parts about you know being there is because I remember back when I was in that position and you know everyone was kind enough to show me around. I think that's. One of the great things about this environment in the Kraken media landscape is that everybody's here for one another. Everyone will help and support one another, and that's that's just how it is. And I, I hear it's not that way everywhere. Um, so I'm, I'm just glad that that's the case. And again, great to see you uh, tonight, Sam, and, and show you around. Looking forward to having you around uh, more often. Yeah, no, congrats. That's awesome to hear. Didn't know that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, what, you're telling me the Edmonton media isn't super nice to newcomers? I just have a hard time believing that, RJ. I really do, considering they're not nice to the team itself. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, Harvey, 100 points and going to the playoffs, and the boys weren't uh, moral trash and uh, what? Here. Uh, oh, and supported Pride Night. Gosh, I'm so proud and happy. Peace out, y'all. These late night games are killer. Oh, my gosh, aren't they? <laughs> the game is not starting till 7.45, RJ. I know. I know. It's... And then the jerseys off the back stuff and all that after the game. I know it's it's a late night, but uh, try and get some sleep tonight. Yeah, I know it's eleven twenty as I look down. It's like, oh boy, yeah. Is this the late? No, we we've gone later on post game. That first one whoa, it gets whoa. Vegas. It's like midnight, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, that's true. I don't I don't remember. Uh, Shushine Burakovsky has surgery out at least two rounds. Oh, I want to check Twitter. <laughs> I know. All right. Uh, well, we're, we could we could be almost done here, but yeah, that's that's a big big update. Thank you for that shoe shine there. That is, wow wow wow, mm. that's that changes a lot of stuff. My mind is working overdrive right now, just trying to process well, all this. But but does it really change anything? I mean, this is the same situation the Kraken have been in. Like, if anything, this right. is just better to know now moving forward. That look, yes, I think the best lineup that we've seen without Burakovsky has been geeky on the second line. Feels like Hackstall agrees with that. So it feels like that's just what we're going to see now. And the Kraken are going to have to have to deal with that and have to deal with his absence. Right. I think tonight's lineup was telling because the Kraken, they didn't hold anyone out. There was no load management scratches. I do yep. think this, barring any unforeseen circumstances, is what they go with come game one now. Burakovsky yeah. was the only real question mark. And now that question has been answered. So I think this is kind of a preview.
Yeah, no, I, I think that's okay. The only bummer will be, yeah, if we if we do match up against Colorado, not going to be there for it. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, Would have been cool. Uh, Ty, yes, you absolutely think about the altitude. I lived at 5,200 feet, and going back is quite the check. Sea level uh, to no air is a factor. Yeah, I got to think it is. And that's why, you know, if you if you are a hack stall, you'd love to know it now so you can get there as soon as possible, start adjusting and working yeah. out in it um let's let's see yeah, everyone talking about the berkey stuff jay heading home from the game at least it's not the last one stud morgan geeky hustling dud the bounce of the puck i know there was a question from somebody earlier rj about the quality of the ice at cpa because it has seemed like the puck has been a little bit bouncier as of late you heard anything i haven't heard anything i haven't heard any complaints or anything sometimes you'll hear in the background like oh man the ice tonight was bad in you know in general from hockey players i haven't heard anything at all recently um puck was a little bouncy tonight but i don't think um you know it was enough that, that people were talking about it yep kepler the update said he had a surgical procedure okay so it wasn't like a a full whatever yeah, yeah. um Let's see. Uh, Stratic. Oh, yeah. Good point. Maddie and Ebb's big enough hockey fans to make that jersey bet on World Juniors. That's hockey fan behavior for sure. Yep. Although I do wonder if you're Jordan Eberly and you're like you score the golden goal and all that stuff. Are you just obligated to now have to follow World Juniors for the rest of your life? Because every every World Juniors you get brought up. Exactly. Every World Juniors you get bombarded with questions about, especially this year with Bedard going after the record. Yeah, yeah I think you had to watch this year. Yeah, that's true. Um, Berkey Gruby missing significant number of games. Dang, Av's injury bug was so bad. It even got ex-Avs from Edward. It's definitely rough this year. Definitely, definitely. Uh, let's see. I uh, got to be up at 4 a.m., but it's a Friday from Donnie. Oh, my gosh. I know. We all got to get up soon. It's, it feels like uh, Stratic. Wow. After seeing that clip of Berkey at practice a little while back, I thought he'd be back for sure. He was moving pretty well in that clip. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he looked fluid in everything anyway. Obviously, he wasn't like super, super ramped up. But, yeah, it's, it is rough. Um, and, and that's why I really did think part of me thought he'd probably be back for game one, just given what the playoffs is and how, how it tends to go. But uh, obviously something very different is the reality. Yeah. Rebecca official tweet says expected to miss the start of the Stanley cup playoffs after undergoing a surgical procedure to address a reoccurring lower body injury. All right. So there's lots of stuff going around. We'll, oh, we'll have to figure this out. Yeah. And of course they drop it at after 11 o'clock at night. Way to go. <laughs> um, I try not to complain about that stuff. Again, we're, we're in a very privileged position. We I get, know, to, I know, we get I the know. access. We get in all this stuff. I, I try not to complain, but man, this one. It's just, and also, especially right having just played Vegas twice and, and seeing how they handle this stuff, like they would, you know, they, they'd probably straight up lie to you, you know, yeah. which the Kraken at least would never do that. But uh, yeah, that, that one could have been better time. Yeah, I was going to say, just because they gave us that update earlier today, too, it really made it feel like it wouldn't be after tonight's game, but not right. even to the media after tonight's game. It's an odd situation. And I get that if they made the decision later today, Hackstall wouldn't be aware because he'd be coaching the game and everything, so he couldn't tell you. Yeah, of like, That all makes sense to me. Hey, maybe, yes. maybe after the post-game press, where he goes to the France, like, hey, guys, they keep asking me about this. Can you just put something out there so I don't have to keep getting asked about this every day? Yes. Uh, it also makes me wonder if they just weren't really going to talk to the media again either. 
knowing that right. tomorrow not going to do anything wait and figure out where you're going and then get to where you're going uh, i could see something mm -hmm. like that being being gone too um although axel the... did mention actually well he didn't say where he said they were going to try and get one maybe two practices in before the series started yeah yeah i gotta think if you know where you're going if it's a colorado especially you'd want to get to colorado yeah um, i could see that agreed uh, remember our depth. Y'all don't sleep on all four of our lines. Berkey's a huge blow, but we will be okay from Donnie. Yeah. I mean, look, bottom line is been taking care of business without him for a little while now because we've been forced to, and it's been working. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Strack, this is the playoff gamesmanship, uh, though. Time to get used to it. I know. Doesn't mean we have to like it. Now that we are <laughs> on the media side of things, it's really annoying. <laughs> I, know, I know, right? Welcome to playoff hockey. Yep. That's safe to say. All right, everybody. Uh, fantastic season. Had so, so much fun with all of you all year long. I mean, it's just been incredible what the Kraken have been able to do this year, RJ. Yeah, it's such an impressive season. I mean, to think back to the first post-game live of the season with that uh, that game against the Anaheim Ducks and, uh, <laughs> you know, thinking that there were some better signs, but maybe it's a here we go again. I don't know. Um to know back then that it would turn out to be a hundred point season and that we'd be here not saying goodbye for the summer, but gearing up for some playoff hockey in just a few days. You've got to be happy with that. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yep. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Another shout out uh, and thanks to Queen Anne Beer Hall for being our sponsor through all these post games this season. And got some, got some watch stuff in the works with them for, uh, for the first couple games of the series, whether it's Colorado or in Dallas, still trying to solidify plans, but keep an eye out for that. We got some watch party stuff in the work. All right, all right. Sounds sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, and thank you all for for joining us, not just tonight, but throughout the season, of course. I mean, just because it's been it's been such a pleasure doing all this with all of you, and uh, cannot wait to embark on this playoff journey with all of you as well. It's going to be really really fun. So for the last time this regular season, but not the last time uh, overall, we'll see you all next time in the playoffs. It's going to be great. <laughs> it's good.